Carmelo Anthony continues his hot shooting at Staples Center and the Los Angeles Lakers beat the Charlotte Hornets in an overtime thriller tonight. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand, and I am joined by an extremely excited, although slightly exhausted after that game, co-host Laker Dad. Dad, what a game. First of all, Carmelo Anthony. Can we just give the man sixth man of the year already? Hannah, I can't even think of what the Lakers would be like right now if they didn't pick up Carmelo Anthony this summer. You know, when they picked him up, everybody thought he'd you know, maybe play a few minutes. It was largely a sentimental pickup. You know, he's 37 years old. He's playing probably the best basketball he's played in years. And, I mean, really, one could argue he's been the best Laker so far this year. You know, if it wasn't for him, I don't think the Lakers would have won a single game. Oh, it's it's crazy. I mean, Dad, think about it. Just a few years ago, everyone thought Melo's career was over. And now he's back on the Lakers and he's playing, like you said, some of just the best basketball. I mean, tonight he ended up with 29 points. He was the reason that we won that game, by the way. He was 9 for 13 from the floor, 7 for 10 from three-point range. He also had three rebounds tonight. I mean, but Carmelo Anthony has been shooting lights out from three. AD after um, actually said after the game tonight in his press conference that he just automatically assumes anytime Melo shoots the ball now that it's going in. Yeah, Hannah, the problem is there's not a single player other than, the, you know, the Stars who makes a single point on this team. I mean, Kent Bazemore can't, can't score. Malik Monk can't score. Um, you know, none of the guys, they absolutely, nobody can score. If it wasn't for Carmelo Anthony, I don't know what the Lakers are doing. Even the starters can't score. Westbrook can't shoot a lick. I mean, if it wasn't for Carmelo Anthony, I literally, I don't think we'd have won a game so far this year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a struggle, especially with LeBron out with that abdominal strain. And of course, you know, the timetable for him is not guaranteed. They said about a week. But with that thing, you know, you just never know. You don't want to push it. You don't want to risk LeBron getting even more injured. Because again, you know, you want to keep him, you know, healthy and ready for the playoffs. And those abdominal strains, man, they can definitely linger. But, you know, Melo has, like you said, Dad, probably been the most consistent, the best Laker player uh, since the season started. But especially since LeBron has been out, he is really, really stepped up and you know you mentioned the other players on this team you know Kent Bazemore we'll talk a little bit about that in a second I mean Kent Bazemore I've been extremely disappointed with Wayne Ellington although this is only you know his second game back from you know missing uh, the start of the season he's been a disappointment Malik Monk although he did have a little bit of a better game today having 10 points two for four from three point range you know still four for eight from the field overall he's been relatively you know pretty much a disappointment as well and I was upset primarily because he was having such a great preseason I was really excited about him but you know dad between uh Mello and anthony davis um ad tonight was you know he was great but they need some help we got to get some guys healthy obviously kendrick nunn's got to come back we got to get tht back um of course lebron but you know it's, it's been disappointing because a lot of guys that i was excited to see haven't really been able to step up yeah you know i don't know how many shots ad took tonight do you see there he seems like he took an awful lot of shots i mean i know he scored a lot of points but he took a lot of shots there were times you know that he he you know he missed key shots in the game i mean it really was carmelo game tonight i will say one thing about malik monk though he hit one of the craziest buzzer beaters at the end of the first half all the way from midcourt i've never seen anything quite like the shot he made but aside from that you know he pretty much a zero as far as I'm concerned. Well, Anthony Davis tonight was was 13 for 25. Um, he also, Dad, had 12 rebounds, four assists, three steals, 
in five blocks. So it's a pretty good game for AD tonight overall. Although, you know, I, I do understand, you know, there are some key buckets that he misses. Um, but I mean, listen, you look at that stat line, Dad, that's that's a great game for Anthony Davis. You know, I want to talk a little bit about the other Lakers superstar tonight, Russell Westbrook. He ended with a triple double, uh, 17 points, 14 assists, 12 rebounds. But Dad, seven turnovers he's got to get better uh with those turnovers and also only five for 15 for shooting I mean he's got to try to you know find a way to get the ball in the basket good lord yeah Hannah uh, you know I'm, I'm starting to see I never really realized this I'm starting to see what a lot of people talked about Russell Westbrook you know if it's possible to to, to get a triple double and still suck in a game. That's kind of Russell Westbrook most nights. Rajon Rondo was the key to this game tonight. If anybody watched the game, you know that when the Lakers finally took control of the game, which they almost blew, they blew a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, but Rondo was the guy who was really leading them back because they, they were down by close to 10 points, and they came roaring back in the third quarter, and it was Rondo who was playing tough getting steals, getting assists. Unfortunately, as often happens to Rajon Rondo, he ends up getting thrown out of the game uh, for a flagrant two foul. And then he came, and then Russell Westbrook came back, and everything went downhill from there. And and uh, we allowed them to come back from 14 points down to tie the game and send it into overtime. Yeah, listen to uh, Rondo's stat line right now. He has zero points, uh, one block, Eight assists and one rebound. I mean, Rondo, it's crazy because you look at that stat sheet and you wouldn't maybe think he did that much. But, I mean, Dad, you were totally right. He was the catalyst in the Lakers' comeback uh, when they had gone down. And the second he got thrown out and Russ came back, that was when it kind of all went to went to shit. It's part of my language. But, you know, listen, at the end of the day, uh, a win is a win. And we've been able to get some without LeBron, which is, you know, of course, uh, very exciting. This was an overall, this was a very exciting game, Dad. It was a stressful game because, of course, first half was, you know, pretty close. Uh, then, of course, you know, they came in, kind of played their typical horrible third quarter, went down, then they came back, then they got the lead, then they let the Hornets back in it, then we went into overtime. So this was a stressful game, but overall an exciting game and, you know, a, a good game. Dad, moving on, though, you know, our next game is against the, the Miami Heat on Wednesday. That's going to be a tough matchup for us. What do you think are the most important keys to that game? Hannah, I don't even know what to say. You know, the way the Lakers have been playing, I don't see there's any hope the Lakers could possibly beat the Miami Heat. But you know what? That's the great thing about sports, Hannah. You never know. Maybe the Lakers will rise to the occasion. But, you know, I mean, really, I'm beginning to think with LeBron James out, it's all going to come down to Carmelo Anthony because nobody else can score really on this team. I mean, Anthony Davis is going to get his points. Uh, but Russell Westbrook, who's going to be horribly inefficient, and literally no one else can be counted on to score. Zero. I mean, so Carmelo's going to have to keep getting 30 points a game. Or I don't think the Lakers can win. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think Melo is, you know, the key for us to get these wins, especially with LeBron up. But you know what? I've got to see some guys contribute. Kent Bazemore has to do something. I don't think he is. Has he even scored more than maybe five points this entire season? He's been pretty good defensively. I will give him that. But, I mean, he's got to be able to come. And he missed an easy layup today in the first quarter. I mean, he's got to be able to come in and at least give us five to seven points. I'm not asking for much. I think I could come in a game and, and at least give you five points. Yeah, I don't think he scored tonight, Hannah. He didn't. And, you know, it was kind of strange. I wonder if he got hurt in the second half because... 
he came out and he never came back in the game. He never came back, which I think was a little unusual. So I don't know what happened there, but he was, you know, awful tonight. Avery Bradley's not scoring, you know. So it's like you I don't think you can start both of those guys. I don't think those two guys, you know, uh, Avery Bradley and Kent Bazemore can be on the court at the same time because nobody can, you add them to Russell Westbrook, nobody can score. So I don't know what the Lakers are going to do going forward, but I, I they got to look at this lineup. And I don't know, Frank Vogel, he frustrates me too because he's got these rotations. Like, you know, and, and it, it doesn't matter. Like like Dwight Howard was playing really well tonight, but he takes him out and he never comes back. Same with, same with uh, DeAndre Jordan. He played pretty well tonight. But, you know, he gets his allotted minutes and then he's gone and he's never coming back. And I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrated with the rotations just like I was last year. Yeah, DJ really got us going tonight early in the first quarter. Uh, you know, he had 10 points, 8 rebounds, but he only played 10 minutes. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I, I completely agree with you. You know, Vogel's got these rotations. He's so set in his ways. It gets really frustrating sometimes. You know, Dad, you mentioned that you uh, you don't think Avery Bradley and Kent Bazemore should be in the starting lineup together, especially because they are just not giving us anything offensively at all. Crazy thought. Maybe not that crazy. I don't think it's that crazy, but I know some people may think I'm crazy for saying this. What about Austin Reeves in that starting lineup? You know, listen, I know a lot of people had absolutely no expectations for him starting off the season, but dad, he has been pretty darn good for us. Eight points again tonight, you know, three for six from the floor. He continues to really impress me. Yeah, I mean, he's playing big minutes, Hannah, and he's playing crucial minutes. He played in the fourth quarter. You know, he was on the court. Uh, you know, he's doing something right. You know, it doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but for whatever the reason, the Lakers seem to play better when he's on the court. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Vogel's got the guts to do it. But, you know, uh, if you're just going off of logic and what you see – you know, might not be a bad idea, but I don't expect it. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit far-fetched, but you know what? At the end of the day, I wouldn't be mad about it at all. I'm a, I'm a pretty big a fan of Austin Reeves. He's definitely growing on me. I think a lot, like you said, Dad, he's kind of like Caruso, where he doesn't maybe do a lot, but for some reason, Lakers just, uh, they play better with him on the floor, and he does a lot of little things that maybe don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet. I like the kids, so I wouldn't be uh, upset if he shows up in the starting lineup, but again, Probably most likely won't happen. But you know what? That's going to be it uh, for tonight's show. Once again, the Lakers beat the Charlotte Hornets in a thrilling overtime win. Laker fam, I want to hear one word for you to describe this game. What is one word that you would use to describe this Lakers game? And of course, you can always tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik or message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.